Thank you so much, Davin. Uh, to the congregation, if uh, you looked in your bulletins, you saw that Davin was uh, reading for Danette today. Uh, Danette is on her way down to Eastern Mennonite University to uh, pick up Jasmine for uh, spring break or spring break, uh, Thanksgiving break. Let me uh, say that uh, one of the best parts of this fall for me has been the uh, eight or nine times that I got to hang out with Davin in our courtyard and uh, to spend time with him exploring Christian faith and his interest in uh, being baptized. Uh, Davin is uh, just a, a bright and inquisitive and caring and thoughtful young man, and uh, I commend him to you. So let's uh, pray together, dear friends. Dear God, we thank you for moving toward our broken world in Jesus to reconcile our human family to yourself. And we now pray for a fresh anointing of your Holy Spirit to guide us and to energize us to take up this hard but holy reconciling work to which you call us in our own lives. And we pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen. So, dear friends, if I only ever preached on stuff that I had perfected in my own life, I'd come before you every Sunday in complete silence. In fact, I can already hear God chuckling about the irony that Todd Friesen is preaching today about reconciliation. <laughs> uh, because God knows there's uh, probably no one more than me inclined to move away rather than toward difficult conversations, difficult people, or difficult truths. And yet, I know that some of my most transformational experiences in my whole life have happened when others have moved toward me or I have moved toward them to try to mend what's broken. And these have also been some of the times when I have felt God's presence most intimately in my own life and felt most fully alive, alive myself. Let me tell you a story about one of these experiences. So back in the 80s, when Danette and I were just newlyweds, we formed a, a relationship with another couple that started out really well and ended really badly. But then we moved far away to China and soon forgot these friends. 
But then 30 years later, after moving to Lancaster, we started running into this couple again. And we started running into our own unresolved feelings of guilt and shame. And we started realizing most of all that the biggest part of the fault for the relationship falling apart was really ours. Well, long story short, we finally apologized to them for the way that we had deeply hurt them and received their kindness in return. And now whenever we run into them in Lancaster, we're happy to actually be able to move toward them rather than away from them like we did before. During this worship series that we're in on reconciliation, I found myself often returning to John Paul Lederach's classic little book, Reconcile, that our whole church studied together five years ago. Lederach says that reconciliation isn't just some quaint byproduct of the gospel. Reconciliation, Lederach says, is the gospel through Jesus. God has moved toward the human family to mend and heal our broken relationship. Thanks be to God. In this past week, I've been especially noticing how Jesus modeled the integration of two things that are absolutely crucial for real, true reconciliation ever to happen. John 1.17 says that Jesus moved toward our world with grace and truth. Now, if you think about it a little bit, grace is absolutely crucial for reconciliation. It is the forgiveness of what's been shattered and the letting go of past wrongs. But friends, without truth... Without truth, grace can easily slide into just being nice and papering over and covering over past wrongs and injustices. Truth is also crucial for reconciliation. No wrongs can ever be healed until they're brought out into the open and clearly named. But here's the thing, without grace, truth can feel too crushing and overwhelming ever to face. I mean, think, for example, about our national reckonings right now with racism or with sexual abuse by religious leaders. Only deep truth-telling with deep grace will ever help us to be able to move toward true reconciliation. It's when grace and truth are actually brought beautifully together as they are in the life of Jesus, that real reconciliation can finally happen. For God 
so loved the world that in Jesus, God moved toward the human family to mend our and heal our broken relationship. Jesus named our estrangement and sin and alienation. That's the truth part. And Jesus forgave and set it aside. That's the grace part. And in 2 Corinthians today, uh, 5 today that Davin read, we learn that through baptism, each of us has been brought into this new humanity, this living body of Christ, and entrusted with this same awesome responsibility and ministry ourselves to have this same orientation of moving toward others ourselves. But let me pause here for a moment to mention one important exception. If someone has ever harmed you and you do not feel safe with them, then please do not move toward them, but instead move toward getting help from someone you really trust instead. So friends, let me name as Alan did at the beginning of our service, the jarring reality that we are exploring today, moving toward others in an American context where just about everyone is moving in the opposite direction, amen? Away rather than toward each other. So I want to close today by naming two areas where I believe that moving toward each other is especially crucial right now. In our own congregation and in our own extended families. First of all, here at East Chestnut Street Mennonite Church, as we consider the possibility of full LGBTQ inclusion, how can we keep lovingly moving toward each other even as we disagree? Holding together, moving toward each other as we make this decision. And in our extended families with Thanksgiving and Christmas coming up, how can we keep moving toward each other even as we hugely disagree about subjects like wearing masks and Black Lives Matter and who actually won the presidential election? I think all of us in our families have these tensions, these conflicts over these subjects. But Lederach gives us hope <laughs> and wisely reminds us that reconciliation is almost always a journey. As the Chinese proverb says, Qian li zhi xing, shi yu zhu xia. 
maybe I need to translate that. A journey of a thousand miles begins by taking that very first step. So friends, I invite us now to bring to mind a relationship in our lives that is causing us to suffer whenever we think about it. And trust me, we all probably have one. And let us pray, dear God, what might be my first step toward this person? And sometimes dear friends, simply just not moving away from them anymore might be that first step. And let us also pray, dear God, what might grace and truth require here? And let us never, ever forget what our Lord Jesus tells us in Matthew 18, that whenever we are doing this really hard work this really holy work of moving toward others, Jesus promised his, promises to be especially with us, with us, with us in an intimate way. Amen.